Hi everyone, welcome to Wildly Becoming. I'm your host, Rachel Bain. Our stories hold the power to help others overcome. Join us each week to hear incredible real life stories from our guests. We are wildly becoming who God created us to be. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, Wildly Becoming fam, we are so grateful that you're joining us again today. I am here in the studio with the one and only. Hey, Jill Glosser. Oh, she's now a Jill Glosser since we met with you last time. Congratulations. Thank you. Today's episode is sponsored by Twisted Scissors Salon in Centerville, Ohio. You can check them out on Facebook or Instagram and check out Jill's amazing hair guitars. So wild. Thanks, Rach. Always, of (laughs) course. So if we had to title this episode, we would probably title it Spiritual BS. Absolutely. Don't don't panic. Bad stuff. Spiritual bad stuff. Definitely. Jill and I, the beauty of COVID for us was we would have three-hour phone calls. And what we did not realize is that God was going to take our three-hour phone calls and turn it into a podcast. Yep. (laughs) So here we are. One of the things we talk about a lot that's a frustration of ours and has been over the years is knowing who you are in Christ. Christ. Yes. That catchphrase. Do you know who you are in Christ? You need to know who you are in Christ, especially when you're in the middle of something and somebody comes up to you. Well, you just don't know who you are in Christ. It's like, can I just like hit you right now? (laughs) (laughs) So we we want to break down a little bit of that and we'll we'll kind of be jumping all over to talk about self-worth, self-esteem, confidence, what that catchphrase means, what does that look like, and how you can even know who you are in Christ. You know, maybe you're going through a time of abuse, and spiritual abuse is a real thing too. Mm -hmm. And this is something that people say in the church, and I think it's important for us to note that Christians can't be perfect. That's an unrealistic expectation. I think that's huge, even for like non-believers to really get that Christians are not perfect. There's really, truly no difference other than we're saved by Christ. Yes. Amen. I think people just forget that part. Right. So I'm going to share real quick here about my journey, and then I'm going to hand it over to Jill and let her share a little bit about how she's experienced this in her life. So I was in an abusive relationship, and I will never forget that a pastor's wife spoke this to me many, many years ago. And it was something that never left my mind because I didn't even know what that meant and what that looked like at the time. I was newer in my faith. And so the farther I got in my journey with Christ, I did learn what that meant. You know, how does God see me? What does God say about me? Who does God say that I am? And I had gone through so much childhood trauma it really had taken a toll on my self-worth, my self-esteem, my confidence. So it took many, many years to work through, you know, we're still a work in progress Mm -hmm. today, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And then you have comparison also, which is so cruel and can still all of your joy and peace. It takes you away from being happy and present in the current moment and makes you miserable. You know, it makes it hard to be grateful for anything when you're constantly comparing. So yeah, growing up, I was never taught the value of nutrition, you know, a single working mom rushing to make ends meet, take care of two kids. Dad was busy getting his business going. My parents were divorced. We had food stamps. We would buy junk a lot. In mom's defense, 
everyone listening knows how hard it is to get your kids to eat anything (laughs) with nutritional value. But our big saying was, you know, fend for yourself. So this started at a young age when I pretty much just would eat junk. You know, my dinner would consist of cereal, toast, maybe whatever we could get with our food stamps at the store. So for honestly 30 years of my life, I'm now 43. I didn't like myself. I didn't like looking in the mirror. The trauma was looming there. Nobody had helped me, you know, work through it starting back from my childhood. And then I have this woman, you know, at church saying this to me, well, you just don't know who you are in Christ. And I was so confused because you're right. I don't, but I don't even know what that means. You know, I had at that point a lifetime of trauma that needed unpacked and worked through. I was miserable and didn't like myself or my body. I was battling mentally. So when someone is already beat down, it's hard to stop and think that God does love me. Mm -hmm. God does want me. The thought never occurred to me back then, like, how does God really see me? And the reason we're talking about this today is because millions of Christians are living miserable and without joy. They're not healed. Trauma is a buzzword right now. Trauma is real. But, you know, you have to do the work. You have to do the work to fix yourself. Jesus does heal and perform miracles, but he wants us and expects us to be that willing participant in the miracle. And, you know, a lot of people say, I can't change or it's just who I am. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. Especially if you study neuroplasticity. I'm obsessed with studying the brain. brain. (laughs) (laughs) So neuroplasticity is our brain's ability to actually change. But you do have to fight for it. You do have to learn, go through counseling, go through different healing methods. You have to do the work to overcome mentally. And it is a challenge, but you can have changed behavior. You can create new habits. You can overcome eating disorders. You know, when I was in my 20s, I I remember a friend teaching me as I shared, you know, I never liked my body in the way I looked. And so a friend in my 20s taught me how to be bulimic. So I wrestled with that for a while. So that's kind of like my journey of how I, you know, really struggled and things that were spoken over me in the church that didn't help me because nobody taught me what that looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, good, a big question, but nobody wants to dive deeper into what it is. Right. You know, it's, is it something that you have to figure out yourself? Is there scripture? Is there, it's just sort of like, oh, you just need to know. And then they leave you hanging. That's how I always felt, like just hanging there. Like, now what? And you're right. I don't know who I am in Christ because I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like at that point in my life. And I still kind of even think about it because like, okay, who am I? I, I'm forgiven, but who am I? I'm his daughter. You know, I'm his enough for him to handpick me to be here and you to be handpicked to be here. And that in itself is amazing. It truly is amazing. Jill, did you experience maybe a Christian that meant well and had good intentions, but always came across always like wrong and Mm -hmm. hurtful and absolutely. How did you overcome Mm -hmm. that? Well, I think first of all, you have to find it in yourself to forgive those people. And then it goes back to myself. 
just an example, uh, I had something going on and not to throw somebody under the bus, but one of my husbands had cheated <laughs> and, uh, a friend had given me, um, all these books and you need to know how you, who you are in Christ. And, and at the time you're wrapped up in so much trauma, like you said, it's hard to even break down. How can I know who I am when I'm so crumbled and burnt and hurt and just nothing like you're just an empty shell laying there and you're telling me that I'm something when I feel like I'm absolutely nothing how how do I know what I am to even fathom those words are really hard and I felt um by some it was kind of a little bit of a almost a slap in the face and it's like that but that's on me you know I like you just said acknowledging the trauma when you acknowledge your trauma like what do you do to go from there I know you've done a lot of work on yourself. So what do you do to go from there? Yeah, I'm definitely an advocate for self-healing. And what that looks like to me would be digging in God's word, allowing the truth of who God says that I am to transform me and the way that I see myself. And this is such a struggle for people because it's hard to, for some to even believe that God loves them and wants them when they don't even like themselves. Right. right. So definitely God's word and standing on his truth mm -hmm. as the foundation which is yeah the bible mm -hmm. 10 10 the bible but also i'm a huge advocate for counseling there are great christian counselors out there and some is free some people say oh i can't go i don't have the money there are so many resources out there to have another person walk through your life with you and help you unpack that and find ways to cope and manage the triggers and the stressors. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, psychology, you can learn how to your cognitive disorders, right? Wrong ways of thinking. You can learn ways to think differently mm -hmm. and talk to yourself differently. I was just listening to Brene Brown and she was doing this thing with the high five and it can actually change your neuro pathways to positive thinking. I mean, just a simple high-fiving yourself in the morning, you know, giving yourself that, hey, you're doing great today. You're gonna have a great day. How that changes our brains. Just that one thing, I mean. Yeah, Mel Robbins actually has a book called The High Five Habit, and I'm not sure if Brene snagged that from her maybe, or if they both came oh, up maybe with it, they're both amazing. Thing. She talks a lot about, here I go back to the brain, the reticular activating filter in your brain. And so, if you're constantly putting in negative, you're gonna get out negative, mm -hmm. but you can change. So if you're listening today and you're really discouraged and you feel stuck, we have both been there, but we have overcome through the power of Christ, making changes ourselves. Like you have to own your part in this. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work. Part of healing is you doing the work. You can relearn, you can change patterns and habits you can overcome christ god's word prayer meditating on god's word seeking help through a therapist a counselor using your friends to help you i mean jill and i hold each other accountable if we're not speaking life to one another or if we're having a bad mental health day we can reach out to each other. We're a safe person. Mm -hmm. So making sure you have a safe person. Jill, yes. do you have anything else that I've not mentioned that you did um, that was a huge help? For me personally, too. I know when I'm getting ready to go like into work or something, when I have a bad, just that sort of a, in a bad spot, 
all the things that you've mentioned as well. But for me, you know, like maybe music or just a prayer or anything positive, you can do it. <laughs> Even though you can do it, you got this. Truly does make it changes the day. Another reason we wanted to talk about this today is oh, I don't like to share a lot about my personal experience because it makes me vulnerable. And I know Brene Brown, like Jill was saying, she tells us come out of our box and be vulnerable, but mm -hmm. I like to stay in there where it's safe. <laughs> I am 43 years old. If I am lucky, I have half a life left. I am so tired of not liking myself, beating up myself, being mean to myself, lacking confidence, letting insecurities rule or negative thoughts, all of these things impact every single part of your life. Yes. It doesn't just steal, you know, your joy and your self-worth and confidence. It impacts your relationships, your friendships. It impacts your ability to actually live life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. And it's such a shame that there are so many people like you can probably think of someone right now that you love or you look up to. And you just want them to be able to love themselves. And my boyfriend called me out on this. He's like, you need to listen to your own podcast. <laughs> like, did you really just say that? <clears throat> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yo, don't, no, Jill, you're supposed to be on team Rachel right now. But it's true because what can happen is even once you're healed and restored, you can slip back into these patterns. Yeah. So it's good to have an awareness. Knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that you can, you know, you can overcome, but you have to be aware that well, a lot of psychologists will call them triggers of your past mm -hmm. traumas. And like I said, trauma is a buzzword right now, but it's so important to recognize that what you went through in your childhood massively impacts who you are today. And you get to decide if you want to stay stuck or if you want to heal and move forward and work through it. I was stuck on my healing journey. One of my favorite things, and Jill can attest to this because she has family that's been through it too, is one of the churches I attend has something called inner healing. And it is so awesome and so freeing. If you're listening and you want to know more about that, you can send us a private message and we can connect you. But you go through like every part of your life and you get to break down those hurtful times and you get to picture Jesus there with you. And then you also get to work through forgiveness. If someone has offended you, it's super healing and freeing. So now let's turn the focus back on the Lord and what he says about us, how he sees us. We know in Jeremiah 29, 11, that God has good plans for us, plans to give us a future and a hope plans to prosper us and not to harm us. God calls us his sons and his daughters. We are the apple of his eye. In Corinthians, now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. We know the Bible tells us that Christ says we're forgiven. We are reconciled with God. We are rescued. We are known by God. We are accepted. We are saved, we are alive, we are free, we are a new creation, we are secure, we are Jesus' friend. That's a lot of we are's. 
I think the numbers outnumber the what we're not. <laughs> exactly. We are loved. We are loved. Mm -hmm. We are accepted just as we are. We are forgiven. We could go on and on and on. But what we want you to do is we want to encourage you today to dig into God's word. What can you find in God's word? And if you don't have a physical Bible, there's this really awesome app that's free. It's the YouVersion app. And every single day you can listen to someone reading God's word to you, a scripture of the day, or you can also go in and listen to audio Bible or read the Bible through that app. It's super cool. You can even set up reading and prayer plans. But what we want to encourage you to do is to really dig in and find out who does God say you are? How does he see you? Because when you go and do your own research, it's going to help penetrate you even more than just hearing us say it. We want to encourage you today to stop giving people so much power over you also. I yes. should have never given one human so much power over me to make me think I wasn't enough. You know, I Absolutely. wasn't a good God's girl or I didn't mm -hmm. know enough of the Bible or I didn't fit in with the church ladies. Mm -hmm. You are enough and we know that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. But sometimes humans are very much that human mm -hmm. and we say things and we're flawed. So from now on, don't allow people to have power over you. Own who you are, own who God says you are and know that you are enough right now here in this moment. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful to be able to share together. We'll see you next time. Stay, Stay wild. wild. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Bain Ministries. Send me a message or leave a comment and I'd love to get back to you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button. Remember, you are wildly becoming who God created you to be. The Rise FM Podcast Network.